and welcome to the Hamilton Wealth Podcast for February 2023. I am Tom Hamilton and today I am joined by our managing partner, Will Hamilton. We run our client portfolios on the base tactical asset allocation being made as the outlook for each asset class changes. So Will, can you please talk about this further? Yeah, look, thanks Tom and welcome everybody. Look, it's, this has provided a very clear strategy for our clients and in 2022, our asset allocation consultant, Heuristic Investment Systems, made they made eight TAA changes during the year, or tactical asset allocation changes. And you know, we, we've normally made over the years only two to three. This has also provided a hell of a lot of work for us. But Zenith Investment Partners, who provide attribution to, for us on our asset allocation benchmarks, they've shown that Heuristic have provided value in six of the last seven years, and we've, we've used them. So for 2022, for instance, it provided positive attribution of just over 2% for a portfolio. For the last six months, we've been reminding our clients how important it is to have a plan. So for existing portfolios, this plan is in place as per our TAA. For new cash, we've been stressing the need to have a constructive strategy, and we've said multiple times that we believe that investing at the opportune time is going to set portfolios up for a decade of outperformance. Our only caveat is we don't know when this time is going to come. So, Will, whilst we do see a bumpy first half of 2023, the worst falls in both equities and bonds, they may well be behind us. Yeah, correct. That's right, Tom. What we're going to be looking out for with Heuristic is fundamentals coming through. Now, this will not be as easy as ringing a bell to signal the bottom, as nothing ever goes up or down in a straight line. But there's going to be a point where it's appropriate to start to deploy cash into risk-based assets in stages. So the signal for this will be when central banks cease raising interest rates as the reality of the economic slowdown becomes clear and in the case of the Northern Hemisphere, a recession kicks in. So we added bonds to portfolios in December 22 on this basis and I'm going to talk about bonds later in this insight. We feel that why? It's because actually we don't feel many clients understand what government bonds are properly or why they're in portfolios. So Will, what is the US data showing us so far? Yeah, look, US data is showing the resilience of the labour market, and we believe that forward indicators show that there's a greater than 90% chance the US will go into a mild recession. Households are in good shape in the US. Uh, we think that they will ensure that the recession isn't deep. The uncertainty, though, for 2023 for the US is the compromises made within the Republican Party to resolve the congressional leadership. So the debt ceiling is going to need to be lifted in the middle of the year. Will the political posturing by the Republicans over expenditure cuts to lift the debt ceiling create uncertainty, create volatility, and is there a technical risk of a default in the US? The US Federal Reserve says they will not cut interest rates this year, but we believe that that this is posturing and that will change. They're currently focusing on inflation, but as data is indicating, as economic slowdown builds, their focus will shift to avoiding a recession. So with respect to Europe, we believe you'll see a negative GDP print for fourth quarter 2022, and we had some German data out last night, which backed that up. There was another negative print, uh, we believe, in the first quarter of 2023. There'll be a further 100 basis point increase in interest rates to 3% before rates are put on hold there for approximately 12 months. And as inflation weakens from over 9% to around the 5 to 5 to 5.5% range. The UK will see a more severe recession and one that will linger. 
Why? Because wage pressures and strikes need to be digested and those wage pressures are far higher there than anywhere else. Interest rates are going to rise from 35 to 4.5%, but we can't see these falling at all during 2023 in the UK. China's the big surprise. The economy is opening up at a rapid pace from its COVID lockdowns. And this will see demand for energy and commodities pick up as they also become less aggressive on diplomatic posturing, especially towards us here in Australia. So, Will, you mentioned earlier bonds. So why did we expose portfolios to bonds? Yeah, look, we did that in late 2022. We believe bonds could outperform equities during 2023. Given the outlook for recessions in Europe and and also the US, as well as inflation having peaked earlier this year, what we believe you need to do is to watch services inflation, so particularly wages. And in many cases, the signs in the US are that core goods are now experiencing disinflation. So we've allocated towards government bond funds only. With no credit exposure, we believe that credit spreads will widen in a recessionary environment. And interesting, they've actually narrowed a little bit lately, with the risk of defaults rising. Investors focus only on the yield provided by bonds. And this is why I said we need to explain a bit about bonds, because it's not about purely the yield. Bonds are generally considered a defensive asset class. It ignores the fact that bond prices can just be as volatile as those of risk assets. And, you know, people that held bonds, for instance, in 2022, lost money. The capital value of a bond is also at risk. So the regular coupon income payments can be relied upon, provided the bond issuer is of good credit quality, therefore government bonds. And there's no higher credit quality at that of a government. Nonetheless, the price that these bonds trade in the market will fall as interest rates and vice versa. The rapid increase in interest rates witnessed in 2022 caused these bond prices to fall with falls of 15% or more. They weren't uncommon. The volatility of a bond's price is greater the longer the maturity of the bond. So the price sensitivity to moves in interest rates is referred to as the duration. As such, we avoided the worst of the bond market performance in 2022 by having no bonds. We've now added duration back into the portfolios via government bond funds. We believe we'll see capital appreciation as it becomes clear that economic growth is slowing and central banks cease raising interest rates, starting to cut interest rates in some countries. So Will, how can you summarize all of this? Yeah, look, we've stressed, thanks, Tom, we've stressed that volatility is going to continue in 2023, and as such, it won't be easy. We believe this will be a better year for investment returns as we experienced in 2022. When we sit back at the end of the year, we will have been provided an attractive entry point for risk-based assets, and we think that's very important, and that's going to set portfolios well up for the years ahead. Well, there you have it. That's our insight for February 2023. I'm Tom Hamilton, and Will, thank you very much for your time. Thank you.